Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. Super excited to be back with my chiropractor today. You guys loved the first episode of me introducing Dr. Annie and everything we kind of just talked about about the basics of chiropractic. So I went ahead, of course, and asked you guys to ask questions. She did as well. And we got lots of really good questions. And so I just want to dive right in and get into like really all about chiropractic, you know, what are the reasons behind it from when you get pregnant all the way to once you, of course, give birth, have your baby, baby's getting adjusted, children getting adjusted. I got so many questions on all of that. So Dr. Annie, welcome back to my show. Hey, Allie. It's great to be back with you again. Yes. We had so much fun on the last one and we really discussed a lot of stuff and there were a lot of questions. And I told you, like even on my social media, I got so many questions just like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so clueless when it comes to chiropractic. Why this? Why that? And, you know, I've told them too. I mean, to be quite honest, I was too until I, you know, realized the benefits of it truly with this pregnancy. And I was even just saying to you before we started podcasting, like I have noticed such a difference of being a from like literally three, four weeks into being pregnant with this baby girl versus not getting really adjusted at all right. with Amelia. Like night and day, the feeling of what my body feels like and how much more relief, especially now I'm 27 weeks pregnant, right? Yeah. We just, we just had this conversation when you were adjusting me. I'm like, Dr. Annie, I can't breathe. Yeah. I don't know what to do with myself. And you're like, well, you know, she's taking over. You were saying she's really in my ribs. Mm-hmm. So you did some diaphragm adjustments mm-hmm. and really tried to like give me some breathing room. And even now just sitting here with here after the adjustments, I'm like, oh, I can breathe a little bit again. <laughs> so even that alone is like such a freaking bonus yeah. with pregnancy. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, it, some of it is a little, yes, next week you're going to be having right. some breathing. Totally. Yeah, again. great. I'll be on my baby moon <laughs> texting you going, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> but that's why we've got you on a on a, on a plan, right? Yes, right. Because it's, it's part of your um, journey during pregnancy and making sure we are taking care of you so you are having a bit of an easier time with those things. Right. And like you said, setting me up so that I have, you know, a little bit of an idea of like, okay, well, at least we know this gives me this comfort and Mm -hmm. this is going to do this and this is going to do that. And also I just had my, um, you know, my, uh, 26 week checkup with Dr. Brock and he said, everything looks good. And he said that baby is actually already head down. Everything looks great with positioning, which is also another testament to everything we've been doing right with the work. Yeah. It's keeping your pelvis nice and aligned it's not um uh, allowing for a lot of constraint in the uterus so that gives a baby more room to grow and move the way they're supposed to as opposed to getting locked up and stuck in different positions that you don't want right well and like you said to me before like it is very normal for babies to get locked in different positions that they don't want just because your body is growing and stretching like crazy so if you're not having these types of adjustments and kind of weekly check-ins if you will then you don't really know exactly where the tightness is or where the rigidness is or whatever. And you were telling me too, like even just me being a, you know, a full-time working mom on the computer, on my phone, you were like, try not to hunch over so much. Mm -hmm. And when you sit now, put a pillow, you know, kind of like in the crick of your back so that you're keeping yourself up and everything's open, not just for breathing, but so it doesn't get rigid. Those are things that like, I feel like a lot of us mamas are pregnant, we're busy, especially with toddlers, we don't think about. Yeah. I mean, uh, patients that aren't pregnant that come into the office, we're telling them to do these things Mm -hmm. because they've got poor posture and it's affecting their spinal health. Um, Why would a pregnant woman do anything different? You know what I mean? Right. So you guys guys need it just as much as the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, And I think that is something that 
um, women forget because they're like, well, I'm pregnant. This is what it is. And I just got to deal with it till this baby comes out. Yeah. Well, and it's like, (laughs) and it's like, like, listen, yes, you do. And it's like, you're growing a human, but you're right. There's so much you can actually do for your body and for the baby and the pregnancy while this whole nine month process goes along. And again, I'm so blown away from when I started doing this with you like super early and before anybody really knew I was pregnant to where we are now and feeling the difference in my body. Like I keep telling Justin, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot get over how like, I feel like so like, I don't want to say idiotic, but like, I'm like, oh my God, like with Amelia, I could have had so much more comfort and everything and I had no clue. So that's why I'm so passionate about, you know, explaining and really educating people on chiropractic and like what it is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I want to dive right in because I know you've got like amazing stats. You have really good notes here today. Um, I guess we could start with like obviously just kind of from when you get pregnant Mm -hmm. um, and how that starts with pregnancy and, you know, why chiropractic and those kind of questions that we got. Yeah. So um, oftentimes I have men that come in um, that want to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. So they might have had issues with miscarriages and things like that before, fertility, fertility challenges. With those women, when we examine them and we do um, our x-rays and an evaluation, most often we're going to find some kind of issue in the spine and pelvis, in the low back and pelvis. Uh, they've either got scoliosis, they've got really a really unlevel pelvis, they might have a degeneration, various other things. But once we start getting them um, taken care of and we start adjusting them, what we start seeing is that they start getting pregnant Mm. so that's that's one of the one of the things i wanted i wanted to know they have really difficult periods they have um you know um hormonal issues fertility challenges and they start taking care of their spine and nervous system and they um improve they start improving their odds of getting pregnant that's to to start that's so cool um after that um once you're pregnant you want to get checked as soon as you can because you probably, most people already have some kind of issue posturally, you know, back pain, neck oh, pain, headaches, I mean, whatever. as I'm like adjusting my legs of how to sit. It's yeah. like we don't sit the best way in our lives all the time. Exactly. And a lot of us don't always um, necessarily plan pregnancy or, you know, it's a surprise or you don't have that time to kind of prep your body. Maybe you need to lose some weight so you have an easier time during during pregnancy or maybe you needed to work on your you know take care of your low back pain and you yeah. didn't so in the least when you find out you're pregnant you want to get checked by a chiropractor there's a lot of chiros that um, specialize in pregnancy or children and they're going to evaluate you and um, you know give you recommendations that are going to be based on what's going on with you um, and cater and customize exactly to you. Okay. exactly so um, that's the first place to start because that's gonna it's it's another person on your birth team, you know? right? And I love that you said that because I think also that when you know, especially nowadays, women really are talking about this, and there are conversations of oh, I need a midwife or a doctor, and I need a doula, and I need this. I think the chiropractic piece is still missing mm-hmm. unless you have someone on your team who is like, ooh, you know, you should look into this. You know, I was very fortunate, as, you know, a lot of people know from reaching out to me, that we met at a mom event for Bibs and Bellies. And it was all about self-care, wellness, your body, before birth, after birth, all of that. And so, you know, we clicked and we chatted and I said to you, like, well, you know, I'm just newly pregnant. (laughs) No one really knows. But, you know, I'm curious, like, when I should start this. And in my mind, I thought you were going to be like, oh, you know, like, after the first trimester, and you were like, now. And I was like, oh, now. I was like three, four weeks in. You were like, yes, because 
from the beginning you want to start adjusting the body why is that um i mean you want to you want to prep yourself for the best birth possible if you've got if you if you've got discomfort and low back pain from the get-go I think you're going to feel in your third try at 30 weeks, 35 weeks. You know what I mean? So sometimes people come in later in the third try um, because they're really uncomfortable. They've got sciatica. They can hardly move. Maybe, you know, the breathing difficulties. Um, They might have even heard that, like, if the baby is in a breech position, Mm -hmm. there are some techniques that can allow for opening up your constraints uh-huh, in the uh-huh, uterus uh-huh. Um, that could potentially, you know, make things easier for them. So they'll come to us later and it still helps. But again, like in my mind, I just think like you prep for mar- a marathon and things like, you so know, true. You prep, you, yeah. uh, CrossFit at- athletes, Olymp- Olympians, things like that. This is a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. You want to start from the beginning. Right. And I love that you said that because yesterday I was cracking up actually because I saw on Facebook a link that I was like, some major study done about how they actually have looked at like athletes mm-hmm. who train for marathons and then look at women that get pregnant and are actually comparing and saying, oh, this really? is, yes, I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> and literally comparing and saying like, this is very much the yeah. same. Like your body goes through the same endurance, the same sports, yeah. but yet we're not prepped in any way near the yeah. freaking way these athletes and marathon people are. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, unless you're someone who hardcore works out, which I'm not. So, I mean, you know, just keeping it on 100, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. people say, oh, you work out all the time? Uh, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my, my cardio is chasing Amelia. Exactly. I try to do some stretches here and there. Sure. You know, like the sewage stretches that you gave me and a couple other stretches that mamas have given me for, you know, with your prenatal and everything. But I don't work out the way, like, some people, like, love to work out. Yeah. So, it's like, just hearing that, I was cracking up. I'm like, well, no wonder I'm dying over here because this is, like, a real sport. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is. It really is. You know? Yeah. So, I love that you said that. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, so people, you know, so like you said, you start from the beginning, you come in, you know, as early as you possibly can because you want to set your body up to be in the best position possible. Okay, so for someone that might be, you know, you know, at home and they're pregnant, say they're in second trimester and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I wanted to do it, but now I feel like I'm too late because I didn't start in the beginning. Okay, you're shaking your head. So, Not yeah, so all. tell me, like, basically you can jump into this whenever. Of course you can. Yeah. I mean, it's, anything is going to help. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. um, it's kind of like, um, you know, when adults come in with with different health conditions, um, it may take longer to take care of them and, mm-hmm. and, and make them feel better because we've got a lot of different layers that have gone through in our life, right? We've got uh, our jobs, tr- previous trauma, um, different environmental factors. It's a lot easier to take care of um, and treat a, a young child or something that happens right in the beginning as opposed to later. Mm. Um you even coming in in your second or third try you're still gonna find relief you know if you're experiencing discomfort pain you're having trouble with various different things you just can't move (laughs) you can't move i mean that's one of the biggest ones as your belly grows a lot of a lot of women are complaining about um the back pain the sciatica yeah Yeah. you're still gonna get relief i mean i'm coming to you weekly i mean last week to be honest i missed because there's so much going on and i felt difference I told you I was like oh my gosh I feel like I can't move I was in the bath like crazy this weekend because I was just trying to get room to be able to continue to move my body and I was so aware I guess that I wasn't able to move Mm -hmm. because I've been so 
at lucky that I've been comfortable with getting adjusted yeah. and having all those things. Whereas with Amelia, I just couldn't move. And I think I just thought that was That's normal. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, well, I just can't move because I'm pregnant. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's prioritizing <laughs> it, like whatever you're going to do and just making it part of your schedule and your routine and, right. you know, your plan. But right. Yeah. Any, it's never too late. Yeah, so and, and, and I think that's really important to emphasize that it's never too late whenever you want to come in, whether you are pregnant or mm-hmm. postpartum or you just have you know, health issues going on, yeah. you can start with a chiropractor whenever. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be like right at that moment and then you're like, oh, I lost my window. Yeah, it's like patients come in with arthritis in their mm-hmm. spine. They're like, oh, well, I've been told I have arthritis and so I'm just going to live with it. And that's not necessarily true. There are still things you can do to improve it, to slow it down, to have a better life, you know, to be able to function better. Uh Yeah, better quality of life, have more mobility and agility and things like that. So, you know, uh, it's it's a different way that we, mentality that we have in our society, but it doesn't mean that, you know, everything is... Final. Yeah, yeah, fine. yeah. Well, and yeah. especially I think in pregnancy too, like you said before, like so many women feel like, well, this is just how I feel because I'm pregnant, I'm growing a human and like, this is how I feel. And it's like, yes, okay, true. Yeah. But you don't have to feel like that 24 seven. Yeah. All yeah, the time. Exactly. Like, you know, like I feel so much better now. Now I know of course when I get home later, like after running around or anything I'm doing, I'm going to feel a little bit different because yes. I've been moving my body and doing everything. Yeah. But at least I got that relief and kind of readjusted my body mm-hmm. that hopefully it kind of stays like you were saying before when, when you were adjusting me like my hips have overall stayed from the beginning when yeah. we really work through them that yeah. means the body's responding to that absolutely right? most weeks you've been pretty you know you're you're you've been pretty good um as far as like the where your hips are and things like that um I can tell like if it's been a crazy week tell about my hips yeah yeah if you've been sitting a lot or driving or things like that I can kind of tell yeah you've said that like when I've done my drive to Vegas you're like oh were you driving somewhere far because you know it's like oh yeah just in Vegas work you're like oh yeah okay that makes sense why your alignment's off and yeah but the way my body's been responding and like you said from the beginning where we started where it was like very off Mm -hmm. to where they are now even my own doctor has confirmed this like they're really staying aligned and it's really following, which shows following this regimen and everything I'm doing, my body is cooperating, it's yeah. working, and you know, like you said, it's part of the plan. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so, well. and, and, and to that, you know, I got so many questions mm-hmm. about my VBAC and, mm-hmm. oh my God, you're doing a VBAC and, you know, what does this mean and why chiropractic with the VBAC and all these things. Can you kind of answer those questions? Sure. Um, so, I think a lot of people don't really realize what a VBAC is. Yes. VBAC is a <laughs> vaginal birth after a C-section. So it's a vaginal birth right. after right. a C-section. Yes. And um, I think there are a lot of misconceptions about it. People think that once you've had a C-section, that's it. Right. You cannot... Again, final. It's yeah. final. Mm-hmm. Um, contract has been signed. You cannot go back and have a natural kind of birth. That is not necessarily true. Of course... Every body is different and you have to get your situation evaluated yes, to see absolutely. if you medically make if sure. medically you qualify for a VBAC. But oftentimes most most healthy women um, that don't have any serious risk risk factors and complications and things like that typically are gonna be able to go for a yeah, VBAC. Right. After exactly a C section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had um, I know women that have that have had um, successful um, vaginal births after C-section, like the after, on their second birth, on their third birth. So it just, again, it just really varies. 
Um, the most, uh, I think, uh, for a lot of women, they're also kind of scared about it. Oh yeah, it's, you know, absolutely. It's that was dangerous. I told you. I got yeah. so many, you know, messages when I was like here, you know, and hashtagging VBAC without fear and like putting all these things. People were like, "Oh my gosh, you're going for a VBAC," and I had no idea the amount of people, like you just said, that have that fear about it until I started getting all these messages and emails and things on my blog about it. And I was like, well, we got to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, it's doable. The, the first thing you want to do is find, find an OB. If you're going to go with an OB that is um, open-minded, they're going to evaluate you. They're going to, um, they're going to be open to the possibility of a vaginal birth after a C-section and they're not just C-section hap- um, happy because there mm-hmm. are some that are just like, yep. I just, just, let's just do C-section. Yeah, let's just, let's just check the box. They're going to give you that right. opportunity yeah. for you to go through the process of laboring um, and, you know, and let you, your body do what it needs to do. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing is finding, finding an OB that's going to work with you. Um, they're going to evaluate you, make sure you, you know, look at your history from your previous birth the history of the C-section, making sure your incisions like have, you know, where they are, was it done properly? Is it going to, you know, how's that going to be affected with a natural birth? Um, so that's one. And then two, it's, um, looking for potentially like a midwife, a really good midwife who's going to be, um, supportive of a vaginal birth. Um, and you can use them together, you know, in conjunction, OB, midwife, or you, you want to do it at home, or you want to do it at a center, or even if you're going to go to a hospital with a midwife and you're going to have an OB for support. I mean, you just got to do your research, and that's the, the first place to right. start. And then also your doula can also exactly. be part of that process. To know if this is something for you. Right. Um, having the option, I think, is a very big deal for, for women, like knowing like, okay, I have the potential to do this. And so um, that's kind of where things like chiropractic come in because we are trying to and make sure you have uh, the best pregnancy possible, that you're staying healthy throughout, um, that we are clearing your, keeping your uterus um, free of constraint um, so that the baby's growing um, and able to move optimally. Um, and that oftentimes um, women that have chiropractic care during pregnancy have um, easier times in labor. I'm not saying that, no, right. no, right. It's not it's a like guarantee. A breeze, <laughs> simple, but, but they, they do have a better you know, labor. What, why so, is that that they have a better labor? I think because it, it things are open uh-huh. and you know, you don't have like to ligaments that are pulling and tight and things like that. So it just helps open things up, open things up uh-huh. at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Well, and so, you know, that being said and it helping with your labor and everything else. So then when you go into potentially having a VBAC, you basically are optimizing your chances to be able to do that because you're setting your body up to not only like you said before, the doctor or the midwife, whoever it may be, lets you labor and do let your body do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. But then also because of the work you've done with your chiropractor, the body is hopefully having an easier time to actually allow that labor to exactly. progress and have all that. Exactly. Yeah. We're just trying to set you up for success. Right. You know what I mean? Right. The, things don't always go the way we want in life. No, no but that's we, right. But we, but we <laughs> want to be able to create those options for people to... Yeah, to try, to try, yeah. right, and to and be able to have that, yeah. and also too, like how you were saying with being opened up. Like I have noticed majorly a difference from when I remember being with an Amelia around this time at twenty seven weeks, and now with this baby girl. Like I do, as much as I have trouble obviously moving and breathing and all that, I do feel more open mm-hmm. in general, and I 
feel like I'm more aware when I sit, like even us sitting right now, like moving my legs around and not being like so squished and crossed. That was yeah. one of the first things you said to me when I came to you, like, hey, you know, you don't have to sit legs wide open all the time, but like try to find other ways to cross lower, try to have yourself be more open, don't be so tight. Yeah. I think all of those things then again help to keep everything open. Of course. Of course. Right. Yeah. And I remember with Amelia, you know, in that whole long, you know, 42 hour labor, I remember feeling very tight and mm-hmm. I remember feeling very like constricted. And I've already noticed that difference. So I can, you know, attest to that of what you're saying. And then I can imagine how that would kind of carry into labor. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, and then I want to ask you, because I had a bunch of people reach out to me asking me like, oh, you know, I've also heard a chiropractor, you know, if allowed can come to, you know, the birth center or the hospital or obviously at your home during, you know, laboring and, and when you're getting close to giving birth. Why would they maybe want to do that? And I've already told you you're on call for mine. Oh, yeah. But like, like, why would they want to do that? Or why would they want to look into something like that to add into that kind of last part of their birth, you know, preferences? Um, I got to tell you, that's a really cool experience to be part of. Yeah. Just to start. Um, it's crazy to go to patients um, and be part of their labor and uh-huh. just watch them. It's, I mean, I just, I can't even explain what it's like I haven't I haven't had um, any kids of my own yet I, I lived through you guys you know <laughs> but going there and s- witnessing them give birth it's just mind-blowing what the body can do but um, <laughs> the the reason why I've gone um, to patients births at the hospital or at home or the center um, sometimes that they their labor is going long mm-hmm. Um um, they're not dilating very well, um, taking too long to dilate. Their water maybe has not broke yet, um, and they've just been laboring. They're tired. Um, Amen. I, <laughs> yeah. I typically go in at that point, like the midwife will call me, and I'll go check them, and I will kind of do an adjustment and work through their contractions and, and, and work on – typically it's like the sacrum and the pelvis – um, and then I just, I, I leave it at that. Most oftentimes what ends up happening is something kind of shifts. Mm-hmm. It, the baby either allows the baby to move, the hips loosen up, mom feels the head drop or their contractions like immediately start like, oh wow, it like accelerates uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, that's typically why I will get called in. Um, and then I have patients that like they're in labor. They go, Hey, Dr. Annie, I'm going into labor. I'm going to come get my my final adjustment or can you come, oh they you know come I mean? before wow yeah i've had a few patients oh i didn't so even know cute. that they're like i'm i'm having contractions um i'm gonna come get adjusted is that okay i'm like come now <laughs> so they'll come and they're like against the table going <laughs> and get wow. adjusted and i'm like okay see ya and wow. you know so okay so there's kind of like two ways to do it yeah okay it's, it's really cool though that's really um, neat i i love being part of that um you know yeah to get to experience yeah. all of that now do you do you have a recommendation i mean obviously everyone's different but do you have a recommendation versus if you're like hey i'm in labor and can i come in or when you're you know there at the hospital or birth center or home whatever whatever you're doing that it should be done then it kind of depends on what's happening i think that just varies on the situation like where you're at um you know in one of these instances patient she like her contractions had just started okay and they were still mild mm. and she was getting ready to like go to the 
to the center. Uh-huh. So she, we're close enough. So she came by, gotcha. got her dress by, and had her dress <laughs> Just over there. stop by, Just got her coffee, by, by, yeah. had a burger or whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to depend on situation. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I guess I could imagine too, like say even you did do that and mm-hmm. then you went to the hospital or your birth center or whatever and then you're still having trouble. It's like, oh, hey, I actually need you again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that happens too. Yeah, it happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, you've got your mid, if, you, if you've got a midwife or doula, then they've got other different things. Yeah. Like different positions to put right. you in. Right. To move you around in and get yeah, the baby Yeah, they've got moving. like reboso, like those um, uh-huh. scarves. That's and my doula. She's, Stacey's yeah. awesome and she's like, don't worry. She's like, I trained in spinning babies and I have the rebozo and like if for whatever reason baby, get, you know, gets stuck, like we'll, we'll move her with this and that. So there's all these different techniques, obviously, again, when yeah. you set yourself up, you know, with the right birth team mm-hmm. that works for you of how to make it kind of a little bit easier exactly. and hopefully easier. I'm trying to help their job Right. Become a little bit easier. Right. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. There. Yeah. Right. Well, and have you had circumstances where you have like adjusted a mom and then all of a sudden seen like, oh, bam, like the baby's coming? Um, I, I had one where she'd been there for like three days. Oh, like, yeah. I feel for her. And 42 hours her, for me. So I get it. And within an hour, she was like, they wouldn't let her push. She was like, I want to push, I want to push. And she wasn't dilating. And within an hour, she dilated and she wow. got on the bed. She was like, I'm pushing. Oh, my and God. And they're like, yes, now it's okay. Oh, and, my gosh. And that's when she Good for her. started. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty Yeah. Cool. So, like, people have seen, obviously, the positives of it and it actually helping move things heavily along. Whether it be, like you said, moving the labor along, moving the baby around so it gets more room. Mm-hmm them down further whatever it may be and obviously every situation is different yes yes okay yes. so all right so you've birthed the baby hopefully you finger crossed had your v-back <laughs> everything you know is looking good and now we move into baby's here you know mama's in now the postpartum stage you know get, you know getting whether new mom or you know seasoned mama whatever and we had a lot of questions mm-hmm. about why baby should get adjusted yeah. And I did get Amelia adjusted, um, you know, a, a couple years ago when uh, I was having problems with different things with her. I want you to walk us through why a mama would want to look into getting their newborn and their, you know, little baby adjusted. Sure. Um, getting a baby adjusted is, um, I think it's, it's a very important thing to do. Just like you take them for their checkups. Um, just like anybody goes to the dentist, it's a checkup, especially when they are so little, they're newborns. Um, part of the reason for getting a baby um, evaluated so early in life is going to have to do with the traumas from birth. Um, labor and birthing is, is uh, we've been talking about, is a pretty serious thing. It's <laughs> a labor, very, very um, hard work and it can put a lot of stress on the baby. Um, so getting them evaluated by a chiropractor early on um, and getting them checked is, the reason for it is to be able to alleviate spinal problems that are caused by the constraint or abnormal positioning that they had in the uterus, um, if that was an issue, or by um, spinal distress that they might have from their journey through the birth canal during, during birth um, itself. So sometimes it's, you know, just, I mean, think about, think about how delivery goes, you know, right. you got a head coming out of a yeah. little hole yeah. um, and you're pushing, they're trying to get out. You might have support that's pulling them out. Right. And that tension on the neck 
the the pounds per pressure from our hands just pulling a baby out it's it's really tremendous compared to the delicacy of their spine and yeah. their neck. Yeah. So it can cause that traction can cause some misalignments in their spine, um, in their neck. And so we want to check them before problems start arising. Problems start happening very early on in our lives and we don't realize it till mm. later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So getting them checked is gonna is going to help us make sure that there's no problems. Um, to start from from just the birthing process Um, as far as you know how that what that looks like getting babies adjusted it's super I like to say that it's really easy Um, getting babies and children adjusted the adjustment itself is is simple looking right Um, oh yeah it definitely is uh, evaluating them is not easy though because mm-hmm. um, they move around and they're crying and a whole bunch of stuff but it they're very gentle very specific adjustments and everything is done with like the pressure of a fingertip mm. so it's about um, I was at a seminar a few weeks ago it's about um, like five to seven ounces okay. so we were practicing wow. like putting our fingers on the scale and like the like fourth and fifth finger you know, one of those. Okay. Using so like, like five really or six pe- pressure. ounces of pressure on their spine. And there's no twisting. It's not the typical adjustment that you see an adult get. It's very right. different. Right. Um, yeah, it's catered to and customized to the baby. Yeah, they're still growing. Um, so you're. It, it's just a different, it's a, it's a whole different experience. But um, you see progress very quickly in children. Well, and I want to say to that, like with Amelia, like, you know, when I took her, you know, quite a few years ago and I was told to, my friend told me to, to take her to this person and Maya was very um, stuffed up and she wasn't, you know, going to the bathroom as much and she was all She was constipated. Yeah. And she, and, 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 you know, and I just think like a little more fussy because of it and everything. Mm-hmm. And immediately, even after like one adjustment, I mean, we, I think I did three, but like the first one. I like drove home. I could barely get her home. She had already pooped. And yep. I was like, oh my God. It was like, I couldn't believe it. And then it just, she just kept pooping. Yeah. So then I brought her back to like make sure it's still moving. And then I, and then I stopped because they were like, well, it seems like she's now yeah. in flow. Like, yeah. you know, and everything's fine. And I was like, oh my God, this is wild. And then I've heard of other friends of mine that have done it for colic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you explain a little bit of that? Because I had a lot of moms reach out to me and say to me, oh, like I'm nervous to take them and, you know, I don't want to do the wrong thing, but, but they are super colicky and I can't sleep and they're fussy. You know, what are the benefits of doing it, especially with a colicky baby? Sure. Um, the first thing I want to say is I, I understand being a mom is can be very challenging at times and it's very stressful to want to try to do the right thing um you want the best for your baby and your child and you know you're it can be nerve-wracking trying to make these decisions oh yeah Um, (laughs) every decision for that matter (laughs) and whatever you're doing you know you're it's it may be the best decision for you so don't you know don't stress it too much um as far as being hesitant to you know take your child to the chiropractor when you have a baby that is experiencing something like colic, like reflux, like they haven't pooped in a five, six, seven days, they're really uncomfortable and unhappy. Oh, yeah. They're not sleeping. You're not sleeping. You're ready to <laughs> slam your head against the wall. Um, I think taking that chance and going and seeing a doctor of chiropractic, the least that's going to, the worst that's going to happen is that you don't like what the doctor has to say. 
like the doctor or, right. or that, that technique. Which is normal. That recommendation they give do. you and you right. leave. Right. That's the worst that can happen. Mm-hmm. Same goes for when you go to the pediatrician or the medical doctor and they want to prescribe you a bunch of medication. You don't like that plan. You don't take it. You leave. Right. You know, right. I mean, it is your choice. There are different options. Um, and I think what's happening with parents now with all the like kids are sicker than ever american kids like 54 percent of american children have one or more chronic health condition and it's starting from like that baby age okay that's crazy so parents are taking their kids to the doctor they're constantly getting prescribed i mean there was a there was something out in the news recently about um prilosec right prilosec got taken off the market because there was uh, they found that there was chemicals that are cancer causing but they were giving those to babies that were less than a year old for reflux for reflux prilosec to a baby that's less than a year old wow fortunately a lot of the medical doctors are realizing this because it got taken off the market off the counter and they stopped prescribing babies um antacids so wow there's so many different things you can do and chiropractic is a drug-free natural approach to all of this and i think more and more parents are also realizing drugs aren't the answer and they're you know patient uh, parents conscious parents have different options yes and they're demanding that drug-free natural approach to take care of their children and we are one of the ways that yeah well going back to that wellness and everything or you know what you want for yourself or for your child and all those things it's like here's another option and it's yeah. like yes we understand you know western medicine and drugs and all that is needed when it's needed yes but it's like in but not for a six month right. old with reflux exactly right you know right there's so many more natural easy really mm-hmm. simple to their systems ways of being able to correct and fix things yes. like a colicky baby yes yes yeah yeah and a lot of those babies, um, there's certain patterns that, as a chiropractor, we're going to find. You know, if they're colicky, if they're not pooping, um, there's different parts of the spine we're going to find issues. So, you know, let's if they're not pooping, it's typically going to be like their pelvis or their sacrum. You know what I mean? And yeah. just really gently working on that. Like you said, by the time they're going home, they're taking a bunch of I couldn't believe it. I was it's like, literally, favorite. I could like smell it driving home. And I was like, oh my God, do I need to pull over? Because yeah. like you're having an explosion. I'm not even home yet. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a little thing that needs to happen so that everybody else can be comfortable. Right. And know? the baby can be comfortable for that matter. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, that's what I say to one of moms when they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm losing my mind. And I'm like, yes, I'm sure you are. But imagine how they feel too. Because yeah. they can't communicate Miserable. to you. Like, I'm just miserable and I don't know why I feel like this and I'm like brand new out of your womb and like already like in shock mode and it's like adds on to everything else that's so fussy Mm -hmm. so that's been something I've really told so many moms when they messaged me like oh my god my kid you know my baby's not sleeping and they're so fussy and they're so called you know I'm like have you thought about going to a chiropractor yeah because like that's a game changer yeah and you want to like you want to look at your baby's tone like you want to see are they like really constricted are they like trying to like protect themselves are they like hard hard to like open up if they're colicky they're gonna be like screaming their heads off and they're also gonna be doing like the back arches and stuff like that so you you want to look at your your baby's position and tone and things like that behavior right behavior and if you're seeing stuff like that those are things that we look at we evaluate Mm -hmm. and oftentimes we can help you with right and so, okay, so you've got your newborn, hopefully adjusted, everything's going good. Now you're into actually raising, you know, toddlers and yeah. children where I'm at. 
And obviously, kids fall, things happen, all kinds of things. I know you have like all kinds of yeah. stats and different reasons why, again, chiropractic yeah. continues because I told you I got so many questions from parents saying, okay, so I did it when they were newborn, but is this something I should be looking at continuing, you know, when they're children and, and further going in? Can you speak to that? Yes. So as babies are growing up and going into toddlerhood, um, there's a lot of developmental milestones that have to occur, right? And like your doctors even talk about it. Like when they're born, you've got your APGAR scores and then you look, you you know, they start feeding, they're supposed to teeth, they'll start um, lifting their head and tummy time and crawling and walking, all these different things that are supposed to occur, right? Um, In a natural range, if you will. Um, All of those... Uh, developmental milestones um we can those are great times to get evaluated because it's a change in the in in the baby and the child's um development and you want to just that those are great times to bring them in and get checked to make sure that things are working working properly um the first year of a of a child's life of a baby's life that is when 65 percent of their neurological development occurs their brain their nervous system so that's why i recommend you know seeing being seen from the beginning and being seen whenever milestones need to occur because if 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 a baby or a child is missing those milestones that can then we can look at it further and see if there's some kind of neurological nervous system issue that's not being addressed right if a child is having difficulty crawling let's say they're dragging a leg or they're doing the funny like the kind of like a hoppy bunny Uh kind of a thing Uh that is something that is occurring um uh which may be part of something called a primitive reflex um that should have gone away at a certain age and it hasn't and that is leading to certain like blocks in their Mm. nervous system so by by bringing them in during those kind of times or let's say they toe walk or they're having trouble standing up, or they're having trouble um, sucking, or you know, dr- drinking milk from the breast. Those are different reflexes during um, development that are not going away that should. That can lead to various different problems. It'll show up as different problems, um, whether that's um, like posturally, like that, like motor skills, or whether it's um, behavioral type of stuff. Right. So that's you know, great times to start bringing them in and get them checked. The other thing is like. They're growing. They're they're falling a time. Oh, they have falls. I would say like easily. 10 I can't. Times I can't tell day. you the amount of times I fell as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And how many stitches I have right. as a yeah. result. Yeah. But I think people don't realize how much kids fall. Um, by age seven, on average, a child will typically fall around twenty five hundred times. Wow. By age seven. Wow. By age three, um, most children will have at least three major falls, whether that's off like the changing table or like right from their crib or something. Right. Yeah. Rocking um, chair. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And then uh, about forty eight percent of kids will land on their head um, the first year of their life. Wow. That's a big impact yeah. on, on a little body. Yeah. So that's what. You know, that's what and that's a, and that's a pretty big percentage. Like I, I mean, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's huge, right? But it also shows you like how common it is, and like yeah. mamas and dads and everyone listening, like it's all it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, it's part of life, right? You exactly. You can't. You yeah, can't that's have why I tell everyone them all the time. Right. Well, that's why I tell everyone too. Like even you know my part-time nannies who help me and different people who help out and watch Amelia. When she falls, unless she's really hurt, I'm like, don't make a big deal. Just let her get back up yeah. and dust herself off because yeah. she's going to keep falling. So, like, let's not make a thing of it, exactly. you know? Yeah. And that's why she's, like, more resilient and kind of just stands up and is like, okay, she's falling here. And we've seen oh, that yeah, she stands right times. back up, you yeah. know? And it's like, it's fine. 
But like you said, because of that heavy percentage, it does lead into the actual development of the child. Mm -hmm. So, so why, so, so I guess what parts of their development and what things like, you know, again, going back to bring them in for chiropractic, like why would that help with all that with these falls? Um, some points to kind of look at are, I mean, there's a ton, there's these primitive reflexes that we're born with that help protect the mom and the baby in the womb. Um, some of them are, um, begin like five to seven weeks into, into after birth. Um, and there are things like, um, uh, like a fear reflex where like, if you go like this to the baby, like drop them, they'll like react. They're supposed to react. Right. There's a rooting and sucking reflex where if you like went like this to the baby on their cheek, like right. stroke, their, stroke cheek, their cheek, you'd see their tongue stick out or their face turn because they're looking for the breast. Mm. These are, these are neurological, uh, reflexes that the body has for a baby for development like that are normal at some point they're supposed to turn off and go away okay when they don't that's when these problems arise and so we can check those okay like if you bring a three or four year old in that um you know toe walks tiptoes or let's say they've got like some behavioral issues or sensory issues I'm going to go through all of those reflexes and see if anything is present. Mm. And that's going to help us tie into, okay, no wonder they're doing this. Here's what I need to do as far as adjustments. Here's what the parents need to do at home to kind of retrain this. Because guess what? You can do that at a young age. Yeah, and I love that you say that. Because I think, again, so many parents feel like something's final for a child. And things like this, like you just said, are not. And you can work on them and adjust them and then give things at home to work kind of through an intake plan of like how do we correct this and and help this and fix this. Exactly, yeah. So if they're toe walking, if they're crawling weird, if they sit in like a weird W, they can't like sit like a normal like on their knees, Um, if they've got like spectrum issues, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in the nervous system like in terms of processing that need to be addressed um and by getting adjusted that helps to clear the nervous system and they're able to process things better so these are the different types of kids that i see yeah um, and i've seen tons of kids in here and by the way you know again you guys know if you're local you know to la or close enough you know that you want to come into healthwise chiropractic you know that is a great thing about dr annie is she is very big about seeing children and newborns and all that besides obviously the pregnant mama and any other you know normal cases where you would need chiropractic like i've been here obviously several times with Amelia, like where's Amelia's playing with Jen right now, you know, at the front desk. And, you know, I've seen other kids come in and get adjusted and and watch them get adjusted. And so it is something that is very much in your wheelhouse. And I know you are very passionate about helping, you know, give that chiropractic care to children and not just adults. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's, it's important for those parents to know that they have those options. Mm -hmm. There are, there are things you can do. It's not just meds and antibiotics and like, Oh, my kid, my kid's walking funny or they've got these issues. <laughs> See, no, I'm just saying Amelia's here playing. She's knocking at the door saying mama. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they have options. Right. And it's, and it's, it's gentle, it's safe, it's effective. Right. You just, and, and it supports everything else they do. Like if they, if somebody has a kid with sensory issues, autism, ADHD, things like that, if they are seeing like an occupational therapist, speech therapist, various, if they're doing those things, chiropractic is going to help all of those other it's kind of like a birth team mm-hmm. we everything we do here it's going to allow for that child to um heal and grow the way they're supposed to it's going to clear things out of their nervous system and all the work that they're being done with those other people um 
gets, it's have that it gets enhanced. Yeah, you right. start seeing the kids are able to pronounce and they're able to speak. And I had this one kid, he was not, he was, um, was not able to speak very well at all. He was like six, five, six years old. He had occupational therapist, speech therapist, all this stuff, tutors, whatever. He couldn't even like, he had a motor issues, motor delays. And so he couldn't even hold the pencil. To oh, write his wow. Name. About three, four months into care, he was gripping the pencil. He was writing his name. Oh, that's amazing. Um, he was able to, he was pronouncing words. So he'd been doing all the therapy before, the speech therapy, but the adjustments were helping him be able to like, actually right talk talk properly yeah well and i love that you said also too that it also is like that tie-in to that team it's like you you know you're helping everything else that's going on and yeah. sometimes there are multiple pieces to a puzzle sure. to be able to have something be clear and work yeah yeah i wish i could do everything <laughs> i know you do <laughs> i know you do you get pretty close you get pretty close dr Annie. but and i know also for you you know just going back to the overall mission of HealthWise mm-hmm. la and you know you as a chiropractor anything else it's all about that well-being mm-hmm. of a person, of a, of a baby, of a toddler, whatever stage of life, older, yeah. whatever stage of life you're in, you're all about that wellness and the overall well-being of your yeah. body and the quality of your life. Yeah. It, our, our our mission statement is helping families live optimal lives. Right. So right. that goes from the baby that's not born yet to to their, you know, parents and grandparents. So, right. Yeah. That's, that's what we're all about. Yeah, which is amazing. Is there anything else you want to share with us today about health, life, chiropractic, any other stats, anything else? I mean, you've given us like so much good information. I, I, I'm like taking notes like, okay, remember this from when Amelia's older, you know, that kind of thing. But I mean, is there anything else you'd want to share with us before I let you go? Mm, I mean, I think like I said, it's um, the biggest thing is kind of keeping an eye on, uh, on newborns. Um, if they're colicky, reflux, are really having trouble sleeping, They've got a big digestive issues. Look at the way that they're just look at the way they're being. Right. Obviously they're gonna be crying like crazy, but their cues, um, are they really constricted? Are they are they flailing around? Are they really do they are their backs arched? Those are times to like bring them in and get them checked. Right. We're not gonna do anything to them without you wanting. We're gonna go over it, evaluate them and see what's going on. Um as they get older you know, we want to strengthen their immunity so that they're reducing incidence of colds and earaches, um, looking at their posture because kids more and more are watching TV. They're on iPad. They're looking down at phones at like one year old. They know how to oh, operate like know. machinery. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, um, they're less that. active. They have yeah. heavy backpacks. Mm-hmm. So we want to look at that and make sure they're also not developing scoliosis sooner and sooner. Wow. Um, it, it's going to help them um, have better concentration and focus in school and looking at those behavioral disorders. So, you know, if there's any of those things are going on, just get an appointment and get them, get them checked. Right. It's not going to hurt. Yeah. yeah, at least get them checked and see and then and then take it from there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Annie. This was so amazing. Of um, course. And so, of course, tell us where, you know, we can find you and, you know, all, all that good stuff. And again, like I said, guys, if you're local, you know, in the L.A. or somewhat, you know, near the area um, of where HealthWise Chiropractic is, you know, go ahead and reach out to HealthWise LA. Let them know Allie sent you and Dr. Annie will take amazing care of you. Yes, if you guys email us, call us, Instagram us, and let us know that you um, heard about us through Allie in the podcast, we will. Um, we have we've got a special for <laughs> new patients to get evaluated. Um, our website is myhealthwisecairo.com. Our Instagram is healthwisela. And if you are not in the LA area and you need help finding um, a pediatric or pregnancy chiropractor, just you know 
you're just interested in finding a, a good chiropractor, you can shoot us shoot us a message on Instagram and I will try to help you find I've got a lot of colleagues all over. Yes, the US, Dr. Annie's so. like the best resource with like everything. She knows everyone. So you can reach out to her and ask her for any resources if you're not within the area where you could actually come in and see her. Well thank you so much, Dr. Annie. This thank you. Amazing. And thanks for um helping me so I could breathe again of today. Course, anytime. <laughs> Until next time guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.